What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the College Game Time Podcast. We are the fastest growing show for the American Athletic Conference, and I'm your host, Trey Smith. Today, I'm going to get into this. What if the ACC votes? What if the ACC doesn't vote? Can Mike Oresco leave? Can teams jump ship and go rebuild the pack? There's a lot swirling around today, so we're just going to dive into all these rumors the same way we always do, with logic and reason. We're going to use our brains. We're going to use common sense. We're going to look at some of the facts that surround this stuff, and then you can come to your own conclusions as to what you think is going to be most likely and what's least likely. So, before we get into it, you know what to do if you're watching on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment at the end, share it with a friend. Um, if you're listening on one of the streaming platforms, give it a five-star rating, leave a review. A lot of exciting things, a lot of momentum is building, um, and including some live streams coming up tomorrow night and Saturday, which I'll talk more about at the end. And uh, yeah, so let, let's get into this. First off, I want to address the hurricane that's, that's getting ready to hit Florida and then, you know, into the more of the Southeast coast, uh, stay safe. I know we've got some USF fans that listen and watch, and I know this is kind of headed in your territory. I've actually got a very close friend of mine, uh, actually a contributor on this channel in its early days, uh, who lives just South of it all. In fact, he got hit by the hurricane last fall. Um, and just through him, I got to see just how detrimental and devastating those things can be as far as that rebuilding process. So I hope everyone's staying safe. I hope everybody, uh, is, is in a place where, you know, you can be protected, covered. Uh, I guess the last thing I saw it was either a category two or three. And anyways, just praying, hoping for the best and that everyone is safe. With that being said, it sounds like that might have been part of the travel issues for ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips not being at the CFP meeting uh, this morning. I haven't seen any info as of recording this this particular episode of anything that's come out of that particular meeting other than George Klyovkov is there representing the Pac-12. Whoopity-doo. Um, and Jim Phillips is attending virtually due to travel issues. Some people are speculating that his travel issues could have something to do with a, a vote. Um, and that's like, let's just, let's just dive into that right now. Cause what's holding up everything as it pertains to the next dominoes of realignment is this ACC to vote or not to vote. So let's just start there. What if the ACC votes? That means that they're voting to let SMU, Stanford and Cal in. They're not going to vote to deny them. So if they actually do in fact vote, I expect to see those three teams joining the ACC. And then how does the American respond from there? Well, I've already been talking about that on prior episodes at the end of last week as it pertains to now it's going to come down to who can make the best case to Oregon State and Washington State, the Mountain West or the American. I've made my case for the American. I told you exactly what I would do if I was Mike Oresco and how I would sell my conference to those two teams. Don't feel like I need to hash all that out again on today's show. Now, a question you might have that some of people have asked me is, has Oresco met with either one of them yet? There were reports over the weekend, well, the end of last week and over the weekend, that he had meetings set up, a virtual meeting and in person. I don't know if those have happened. 
I don't know if there's any, like I have received or heard no updates on that, on whether he's had the virtual meetings, whether he's had the in-person meetings, whatever. Now, that isn't necessarily a bad thing, the fact that nothing has leaked out. Sometimes nothing leaking out can actually be a very good thing. I don't want to speculate too much into it because I don't even know if it's officially happened yet or not. Uh, according to those reports over the weekend, it sounded like it was going to happen pretty early in the week, which would have been yesterday or the day before. Um, but if that happened, nothing has leaked out at this point. And in my opinion, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But as far as I'm concerned, from where I'm sitting, I don't know. I don't know if that actually happened yet. All right, next question. What if the ACC doesn't vote? Because that's becoming a, a topic now to consider. I mean, as much of a sure thing as this ACC vote was just over the weekend, now all of a sudden it's like, hmm, is it really such a sure thing? Are they really going to vote to allow these teams in? And so if they don't vote, well, that means that obviously they don't have enough yeses to bring in those teams. And so where does that leave things? What happens from there? Well, I think that the, the, the way the Pac-4 at that point would try to respond is this, and it would be in this order. I think Stanford then moves up the road and begins to beg the Big Ten for an invite. I mean, like... They put the full court press on. I'm sure we'll start seeing headlines that Condoleezza Rice is reaching out to Tony Petiti and, and, and trying to get Stanford and Stanford alone into the Big Ten. And maybe they start pulling with Notre Dame. Who knows? But if Stanford is a hard no to the Big Ten, which, listen, I mean, they are as it is right now. I'm just saying if this ACC thing doesn't work out, I feel like that's the next move for Stanford as they continue to be uh, the ultimate domino. Now, would Cal continue to linger around hoping to get in with Stanford? Should Stanford by some miracle get into the Big Ten? Maybe so. Then you have Oregon State and Washington State over here still vetting out Mountain West versus American, figuring out what their next step is. But let's just say all the Power Five doors are closed. Like, I mean, a hard shut and locked because Stanford's obviously made it clear that they're just not interested in, in either rebuilding the pack or merging. I think they had interest a couple of weeks ago. Then the ACC stuff started picking back up anyways. So, so what does Stanford do? Well, they could go independent, which they may very well do. Or I think the next move for the pack for collectively I think the next move and the best move are two different things. I'm going to stand by what I've been saying from the very beginning is that the best move for the pack four, should they stay together because none of these other doors open is a merger. I don't think that's the next move though. I think they look at how can they rebuild the conference, but just pay attention to what's been happening. Every time it appears that they're looking to rebuild the conference it isn't a day or two go by where Stanford's looking at another Power Five conference, whether it's the ACC or the Big 12 thing came up over the weekend. 
I still think the Big Ten is going to be a Hail Mary if, if there haven't already been conversations to this point. Like, it seems like every time we see, oh, okay, the Pac-4 is going to try and rebuild itself by poaching from the American and poaching from the Mountain West and backfilling, where we end up is in the same spot as Stanford's looking elsewhere. But let's just say the Pac-4, it starts coming out. And I'm selling this for you as, as, a, as a consumer of information, as someone who's probably checking Twitter continuously, trying to figure out what's the latest update. So if the ACC thing is a no-go, which it, it still might be, but if it's a no-go and uh, um, you start seeing these reports and headlines that the Pac-4 are going to try and backfill, here's what you need to be mindful of. What hurdles are standing in the way of accomplishing a backfill? Well, you have time, number one. You don't have time. I mean, like days are like years at this point. I mean, every day is very precious and the days and weeks just continue to pass by. Okay, the exit fees for those teams you would be looking to poach, particularly from the American, are increasing as more time passes. Because the further and further and further away you get from that 27-month window, the more and more leverage the conference has to negotiate a higher exit fee. Media partner. Who's the media partner? Like, that is still not in place as well. And then leadership. I mean, technically, Klyovkov has not been fired. He's at the CFP meetings right now. Or at least right now as of me recording this show. So those are just some things that those teams that may be looking to backfill are going to have to really take a good, hard, long look at. And the pack has to identify like, man, these are some serious hurdles that we've got to figure out a plan for. So let's get to the rumor mill. Could Oresco, could Mike Oresco, the American Athletic Conference Commissioner, leave the AAC to replace a fired George Klyovkov? So in other words, so if George Klyovkov does in fact get fired, from his position as commissioner of the pack, could Oresco leave to replace him? I mean, yeah, sure, he could. Unless his contract has some sort of non-compete clause or something of that nature in it. I don't have access to that. That's not public information, and I'm not aware of any lawsuits where that was made public information. So just using common sense and, you know, context clues, I guess, it's like, could he? Yeah, I mean, in theory, yeah, he could resign and go join to be the commissioner of another conference as long as his contract doesn't have any clauses in there that prevents him from doing so. Next question. Could the American athletic teams jump ship to join the pack? Yeah, they could. We haven't been saying anything differently on this channel. But again, those teams are going to have to take into consideration those factors I just discussed and also understand that that, that exit fee is continuing to increase the more time as more time passes. So here's another question. Would the American athletic teams still have to pay exit fees if Mike Oresco was also leaving, right? Like if Oresco's leaving, could the six teams also leave to join the pack without having to pay exit fees? No, they're going to have to pay their exit fees because yes, 
Oresco could resign from his position and take another job with another conference, just like those teams could jump ship from the conference they're in. Just because Oresco leaves, there's nothing that I've seen in writing that then like, like sort of absolves the, the remaining teams from any of their exit fee um, um, requirements, right? So how would that work? Well, and this is just me using just my brain, but likely what I would imagine would happen is someone like Donna DeMarco or Jamie Hickson, the, the associate, some, a couple of the associate or senior associate commissioners of the American Athletic Conference would probably step in as an interim and they would be the ones to negotiate the buyouts. Because if, say, four to six teams, which is the number you kind of see floated around mostly, that still leaves 10, eight to 10 teams in the American. Well, that's still a conference. And so you, you bring an interim in, probably from that's already within, have them negotiate the buyouts, which that many teams, that's going to be 80 to $100 million, maybe even more, depending on how much time is actually remaining. And so, and then no telling what Oresco's buyout is or isn't that like the pack would have to take into consideration. So like, let's say there's not a non-compete clause, but let's say there is a buyout for him. And so in order for him to leave his position as commissioner of the American to, to join the pack, there would, they would have to pay a buyout for that. I mean, I'm just saying like, these are just some of the factors you just got to take into consideration. Just like, you know, a, a head coach of a college can leave to go be a head coach of another college, but depending on their contract, there's, there's usually a buyout. Or, or like a position coach leaving to go be a position coach in the same conference. I mean, it's all about what, what's in the contract. And, and because we don't have that information, like nobody really knows what those criteria, what, what that criteria is. So these are just some things to be thinking about as you're seeing this stuff start to, to, to surface on, on Twitter mainly and just the internet in general. So then I want to look at this article that it looks like our friend Jim Williams at JW Media DC sort of referenced. It looks like earlier this morning, he said, if things fall through with the ACC and Stanford, Cal and SMU, the pack four would look at the American to quickly add members. This is a long shot to be sure, but SMU, Rice, Tulane, USF and Memphis, maybe Tulsa seem to keep showing up on the short list. The question will remain would not make more. The question would remain, would it make more sense for the Pac-4 to just join the American? In other words, just do a merger, which I've been saying from the jump, that's what makes the most sense. It's the most seamless option. There's a media partner in place. You could potentially get the money right. Looking at someone like Stanford and Cal, you have the AAU representations. You have the big cities. I don't need to rehash all that right now today. But then he, um, he had linked a, a, a SI Fan Nation article. And here's just two cents on this. And this isn't like... I'm not knocking anybody, but the, the, the SI Fan Nation Network is very different from like the Sports Illustrated actual like site, page, magazine, whatever it's considered now, publication, digital publication. All right, you know, like you see Ross Dellinger, he writes for Yahoo Sports and, and Sports Illustrated, not Fan Nation. Um, it's a different level of access and sources usually 
uh, from the people who were writing the articles. And I say that as someone who used to write for Sports Illustrated Fan Nation. I used to contribute to those sites. I was on the different group chats for several of them. They do an amazing job. They do a wonderful job of getting news out. And, and, and at least the ones I was a part of, they had a very efficient, effective team. Okay. But I just want to make note that you don't want to take these SI fan nation. You don't want to take anything in this season as like, you know, just concrete, immovable, unshakable information. But it's also understanding that a lot of times what the bloggers on those fan nation sites do is they look at the whole scope of what's going on and then they kind of put their own thinking into it as far as what makes sense, put together a piece, publish it and send it out. Basically like I'm doing right here on this podcast. So all I'm saying is, is don't take that as like, oh man, well, Sports Illustrated reported that, then that means there's got to be a lot of validity to it. And not necessarily. And again, I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from. I'm not like saying this to knock or belittle anything. I'm just giving you the, the facts. Like I used to be in that network. Um, and, and, you know, just like now, like I, you know, you could, you, 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 you think it through, you look at what's out there, but it doesn't necessarily mean that these people have like direct sources to people that are inside the room. And a lot of them don't claim to. So like understand that as well. It's a fantastic network. It's a great place to get news for your team. Um, I, I just would caution to be leery of like, just taking that to the bank as, as just solid gold, uh, bits and pieces of information. Quite frankly, for SMU, Rice, Tulane, USF, Memphis, and Tulsa to jump ship from the American to join a rebuilt Pac-4, there's a lot of hurdles that need to be taken into consideration. And the more time that passes, the more it, it, it like lends itself for a potential merger. And that's the thing. If the Pac, let me say this now, if the Pac-4 is going to merge, the American has the advantage. I do not see Stanford even considering the Mountain West. I see Stanford at least considering the American. Several weeks ago, I got what I believe to be very credible information, Jim Williams' very credible information that there was at least mutual interest there. Now, what does that mean though, right? Just because you're interested in someone doesn't mean like, like if you're dating someone that you're interested in, it doesn't mean you're going to marry them. It doesn't mean like that interest is heavy. It just, it's interest. Now, if it's the pack two, well, that comes back to the argument. If it's just Washington State and Oregon State, or even three, just Washington State, Oregon State, and Cal, okay, how much do, do, uh, the big cities and AAU representations, how much do those, how much value and how much weight does that hold? But again, I do think Oresco can and will put together the best financial package. The question will be, can it offset the travel concerns? So, you know, and I know the question, well, has Oresco even met with him yet? I mean, do we have any information on that? No, we don't. We don't. But you know what? Like, that's not a bad thing, especially if they have, in fact, had their meeting. And that nothing's leaked out. That's not a bad thing. <sighs> um, do I have anything else? That's really it for today. Let me know your thoughts in the comments, right? Let me go back through these questions I was asking, right? Uh, you know, what do you think? If the ACC does vote and those teams jump ship to go to the ACC, how do you see this playing out? What do you see as a best case, worst case scenario? And then what if the ACC um, doesn't vote? And now we're back to kind of where we were a month ago. <laughs> 
which is you have four packed teams. What do you think happens? Do you think Stanford is going to go try and, 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 and get itself in the Big Ten? Or do you think it's going to stick together with the Pac-4 teams? Is it going to go independent? How do you think it plays out? You know, I've shared what I believe will happen or how, what I think will be best or how I could see it playing out. But, you know, do you see a merger happening? Do you see a makeshift backfill conference being built? Let me know your thoughts on that. And then finally, as I've been saying all week, I would have concrete times for you on the live streams this week. Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Central Time, 6.30 Eastern Time. That is Thursday tomorrow as of me recording this uh, show. I will be doing a, uh, uh, a live stream, pregame live stream for the Tulsa and UAB games. And then on Saturday at 9.30 a.m. Central Time, um, I guess that'd be 10.30 Eastern Time, I'll be doing a pregame show for the Saturday slate. And so essentially what I'm doing is, is it's going to start 90 minutes before kickoff and then we'll probably finish 10 to 15 minutes before kickoff. So that way you got time to go, you know, do what you need to do and get yourself settled to watch some football. It's finally here. We're 24 hours away from the official. I mean, we've had the official kickoff, but like week one is when everyone kicks off. So let me know your excitement levels on that. And as always, if you're listening on Apple, please give me a five-star rating. Please leave me a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Continuing to push this thing up into the rankings. And uh, if you're on YouTube, same thing. Like it, share it, leave a comment, join the discussion. And uh, until next time, Trey Smith, College Game Time. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com listen. Shopify.com listen.